the audiobook is about 50 hours long. Is it? <laughs> this is an extremely long book. I believe it's over 1,200 pages. So we're going to see how much you can get through in the next two weeks, but I think this will be a recurring. We'll have to bring it up down the line Glenn. when you eventually <laughs> finish this book. I'm sorry. Glenn, I'm throwing something doing? so huge at you. you but you I need sentence, you to read you this book. You sentenced me. You gave me a sentence. <laughs> you said... And you shall spend <laughs> 30 lifetimes reading this book. Hey, Ryan here from Recommendations Required. Um, as you can see, it has been nearly uh, two months since our last episode, and I just wanted to give a quick update. Um, there's just been some stuff going on with my family that has just kind of slowed everything down. Um, there's also a technical issue with this episode where the video wasn't working and we were trying to fix that for a while and weren't able to get it. Um, but we are back on schedule. Thank you so much to our new editor, David, who has been helping us out. And yeah, we have a nice episode for you guys today and we're just excited to get these episodes back up and running and we thank you for your patience. Um, both of us are really excited to kind of get these episodes back and going. Um, the other quick little disclaimer I want to give is we do kind of mention some things about suicide and so if that is triggering for you or if that that is something that um, you rather not listen to um, you can go ahead and skip to the second half of the podcast or skip this episode entirely and you'll have the next episode in two weeks but yeah thank you guys so much for your patience thanks for uh, tuning in and yeah I hope you guys enjoy thanks Welcome back to Recommendations Required, a podcast where two friends try to find their next obsession, and maybe so will you. I'm Ryan Mion. I'm Glenn Brown. And we are in episode 10. 10. One zero, yeah. double digits. Here it seems we are. wild. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, oh man, it doesn't feel like 10. It feels like five no. to me. But yeah, I guess we're flying by. I think, I think also we did like a couple episodes back to back. And now we're in the schedule we of doing them every yeah. two weeks. Which feels better. And um, I do have a opener. Oh, perfect. So Sweet. I thought, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, let's do it. So have you heard of the uh, website, Will You Press the Button? Will You Press the Button? I don't think so, it's no. Just, it's a really, really simple concept. I'm not coming okay. up with any of these. It's just a website that you refresh. And okay, it's pretty simple. If you press the button, mm-hmm. it will give oh, you okay. a... It's like a would you rather kind of thing? Kind of, but it's it's more of if you press the button, blank will happen, but... But something bad will happen. Do you press the button? Okay, gotcha. Okay. So okay. this is at random. This is the first one that I set up. So we'll, we'll go through a couple of these and just see. Okay. Um, yeah, hit me. Will you press the button? You have the ability to time travel. Okay. But you can only visit a year once, meaning that you can't go back to when you came from. No. No, Absolutely. God, no. Yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> I think this will be interesting because, oh, okay, let's stop. And then it tells you what percentage. 52% of people press the button. That's wild. That's insane. Me. That's wild. That's no. crazy. I, yeah. 48% of people have something to live for. That's yeah. <laughs> that's how I read yeah, that. Yeah, I feel, eh, I mean, not not to get dark, but I feel like you're only pressing that button if you got nothing else to do in your life, you know? This is not as funny as I thought it would be. <laughs> I've, I love the okay, first okay, one. The first go. one was good. Uh, you get to become the U.S. president, but okay. the country will never enter a troublesome war. That seems great. The country yeah, will. Wait. Oh, 
I read that wrong. Okay. The country will like both, enter a troublesome upsize. war. Uh, no, I do no, not want to be the president not. of the United nope. States. No, no way. No button. <laughs> okay, what percentage do you think people press Said the button? Said yes? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people who might actually see that as an upside, like they'd yep. love to play war. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go 55% would press the button. 29. Really? Okay. They give, they give me a little bit more hope that of humanity. That gives me hope. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Okay, food tastes ten times better. Okay, but you are constantly really hungry. No, 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 no. No, those are those are both <sighs> negatives. I don't want food food to taste even better. That just means I'm going to eat guess, even more. I guess I'm thinking, and like, then I'm also, yeah, always hungry. So I'm gonna I, I'm gonna is... be on my six hundred pound life tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I thought like, oh, if you're still hungry, then you're not eating enough. But it doesn't say that. You just you would just You're like just, be hungry yeah all the time no thank you all right what percentage of that do you think people said yes to i'm gonna go like 40 40 50 50 it's a 50 50 split, split on that one mm, yeah i don't know i'm kind of that. i think i think part of it is i'm pretty content with my life like yeah. i don't i don't really yeah. want to throw throw more things yeah to, i don't to, to do and figure out yeah got enough uh, on our plates okay you become the sexiest person alive but okay. you have three hours to enjoy it. You have three hours to enjoy <laughs> Does it? Does that mean you die in three hours? I don't know. or Because if you just return back to your normal self in three hours, then it's like, okay. Okay, if that's the th- case. That's not even a negative. I'd, you I'd know, It's sure. just like, oh, you get three hours of fun. But if you die, I'm assuming it's got to be I, you die. Okay. Um, let's say it's not die. Of because, course, no. <laughs> okay, let's say it's not die. Let's say okay. you, just, you just go back. You just go back to normal? I mean sure i guess i don't know i so it's kind of a zero sun game because i feel like for most people the answer to that question is like oh cool i can go clubbing and just like yeah get, okay. get all the Here's, people i want and i'm head, like no i don't want any of that do you know where my head immediately went was okay as long as i don't look like me i just mm-hmm. look like the sexiest person alive sure for three hours well i mean i would just still i'm look gonna like take me. <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. No, wait, wait, wait. So, so what I would do is for those three hours, I would take so many naked pictures. Oh my god! Set up an OnlyFans. Fan, Only fans. Oh wow! Done. Make as long bank. as I, as long as it doesn't look like me. If it's like a what, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. What if you look like a real person in the world that is currently the sexiest person? No, that's, and now you're like that feels a little that feels a little sketchy. catfishing people. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. As, it would only have to be like. It has to be this imagine somehow like a... non-existent person. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. Because I'd so be like, cool. Like for the money grab on this. That one. was like the first thing. Because it's like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna do for three hours as the sexiest person? Like mm. we're both married. Set up an OnlyFans. I'm like set an OnlyFans. Like <laughs> okay. And it's not me. Okay. And it's what you know, however many hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. And that's a move. That's a move. Okay. I, yeah. Fair I enough. That's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna say yeah. I'll press it. 56. Would press it? Yeah. Okay. I feel like you need the clarification on what three hours to enjoy means. (laughs) Does that mean you die? (laughs) You become one of the most recognized artists in the world, but you get color blindness. What kind of artist? Just any artist? I guess you you could pick. But you get color blindness? I would say 100%. Yeah. You would press the button? 
What, if it's sorry, blind, what was it? You get the, you're the most recognized. You become one of the most. Oh, but do you really want to? Do you want to be the most recognized I, artist yeah, in the world? See, like that might that. be even a negative. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but I like don't want to be famous. If that makes sense. As we start a podcast. As we start a podcast. <laughs> but that's not what this podcast is about. No, you know, no, 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 like uh, this podcast is about us like it's about setting aside some time to hang out with yes, each other. Exactly. You know? Like 100%. I'm not looking for this podcast to reach like billions of views yeah. in a week or whatever. You yeah. know, like if five people watch this, I'm perfectly happy with Which, that. Which like I, I do wanna I do wanna touch on that for a second because mm-hmm. we've been releasing YouTube shorts and the YouTube clips and stuff mm-hmm. and like Okay, maybe what we're getting is not a ton, but like we're getting like 1,500, 4,000, 5,000 views yeah, on some of these shorts. Thousand, like, some shorts. I was telling Jackie, and she's like, whoa, that's kind of cool. And I was like, it's really annoying though that the one project I don't care about getting big <laughs> is, is the one that's big. getting some traction. I feel like that's but I also, how it works, though. exactly. Yeah, and, I think, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. But also, like, I think that's, I rather have that project, like this project get big because i don't care if it does yeah. as opposed to something yeah. that i'm desperately wanting to it's, get big. yeah it's something fun where you're not like stressing about it constantly yeah. you know but yeah i feel like i don't i don't want to be this famous person <laughs> you know so yeah no i like i'd rather just be in my shop woodworking for like 20 people yeah. who are constantly ordering stuff you know i might, you might i might i don't it's, think i'd press a button it's hard because like i think being the most recognized artist it just opens up things. I feel like it comes with a lot of criticism, though. Yeah, that's Like, fair. you just suddenly have so many people hating everything you do. Yeah. You know? Because it doesn't say you're the best artist. You're just the most the recognized. The most recognized. Ooh, it could be negative. Mm. But, you know, you know, like, like even, like, I'm sure, like, the only artist I can pull right now is Banksy. But I'm sure, like, Banksy will put out works of art and people will be like, oh, I could have done that in five minutes. And, like, people will just hate on everything he does. Yeah. You know? Like... Are you are you someone that like uh subscribes to that idea of art that it's like the art should be something I can't do? No, I don't think so. Um I think I mean I think good art takes like dedication. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's like a key ingredient in a lot of good art. Um but I don't really like the argument when people say like oh I could have made that in 5 minutes cuz it's like well then why didn't you? Yeah. Like yeah. they chose to do it which is why it's there and good art you yeah, know exactly. it's, it's it's not the fact that I have how long it took it's just the fact that they did it yeah and there know? was that <laughs> there was a there's a piece that's like literally just a toilet with the signature of the artist like he didn't add anything to it okay and it was literally to prove that point and yeah. like it was going to sell for millions of dollars okay I, I don't know all the exact details but a lot of money yeah someone came in and broke it and like shattered it and everyone was like freaking out so the artist just got another toilet and signed it and it was just like it was just I like very. This. I was like, oh, it's I so love good. This. It's so good. Um, but a nice segue. Speaking of art okay. and opinions, <laughs> okay. and strong opinions. <laughs> okay, okay, we're um, doing this. I gave you a movie to watch. Yes. Yeah. And um, I have a feeling that you, it didn't do it for you. Um, but I'm interested. I'm like, out of all the things I've suggested, I'm the mm-hmm. most okay if you're like, this was trash. I don't think okay. you think it's trash. Okay. But I'm just going to shut up, and I'm going to just, like, throw it to you. <laughs> okay. So, you recommended to me yes. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Which is a movie that came out this year, I believe, mm-hmm. recently. Um, and before you had brought it, 
to the podcast, I I had heard a bunch of people say like people were like reviewing yeah. the movies of 2022 and being like, oh, you were good, you were bad, and every time it was everywhere. Sorry, everything, everything, everywhere, everywhere all at once. We'll just call it everything. Well, okay, Maybe. everything. Um, everything was always like you were the masterpiece. Like everyone yeah. was like, this was the best movie ever created, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I went in being like, I can't have that expectation and I, for and it. I t- and I told you. Yeah. Like I'm not, I, I feel like I go into movies like with high expectations okay. because of what everyone says. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to go in fresh, just see what I think. Yeah. So you also recommended a YouTube video to, to a, watch after it. To watch after it. Yes. Um, and it was like a 15-minute yeah. short video on just a guy kind of talking about his interpretation of the movie mm-hmm. and most likely what probably like the creator of the movie was yeah. trying to get at. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna start with just the movie. Got it. If that's cool. fair. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, I don't think that – I'm not saying that the YouTube video is something to like. I think it's great – to assist you sure. alongside sure yeah yeah um it's an it's an it's a dessert to go with <laughs> okay yeah that's a good way of putting it um it won't fix the meal though if you didn't like it <sighs> wow i really don't know where to start um okay, it's kind of tough if if you have leading questions go for it um but i i <laughs> okay <laughs> I had okay. I had the general plot in my head, right? You 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 provided yeah. you provided me like the intro plot of what this yeah, movie was, which it's which did not represent what this movie is no, at all. No, um, I did that on purpose. Yeah, which is fair. Um, so I don't I don't know how much I want to dive into the actual plot or not. I guess I have listen. To. Yeah, okay. If I have to. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, like. Just go watch the movie. Yes. If you pause this podcast, go watch it. There's no way that we can talk about this film without spoiling everything. Yes. Yes. Everywhere, all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna be spoiler city. I'm so sorry That's, if yeah. if you just if you're not gonna watch it at all and you don't want it spoiled for some reason, just skip. Yeah. Skip halfway through this episode. I'm sorry, we can't. This is do the it. podcast. Like this we're gonna spoil things. Yes. You you need to do these things if you want if you don't want things spoiled. Exactly. Um. So. I wasn't expecting full-on action movie, right? But I expected more action movie than what was there. Oh, interesting. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so this movie starts off with how you described it. It's a family. There's a dad, a mom, a daughter, and I guess the mom's dad. Yeah, that are running this laundromat. It's it's very your classic. Um, like immigrant comes to America and is like trying to start a life for themselves and like build up this family off a of business and stuff like that. Um, they are currently uh, being audited by the IRS. So they're like going through all these receipts and that's very stressful and it's crazy and all that stuff. Um, th- at some point they're, they're going the, it, and it's very clear. Like everyone in this family is having problems. Yeah. The daughter hates the mother because, um, she's um i would say the daughter is like conf- or rubbing up against what the mom is trying to do which is stay aligned with her culture while yeah, also living in america while it, the daughter is yes. much more like america is my culture which is a very classic yeah very classic story um 
I mean, the next movie I'm thinking of uh, is Red Panda. Yeah, that was oh, a yeah, movie recently. Similar, similar yep. themes there. You have a traditional yeah, parent a and uh, a daughter who's reaching a teenage, uh, being a teenager and wanting to rebel and be her own thing. Yeah. Um, you also the mom is kind of the main character, and it's also the dad is filing for divorce. Yeah, which the mom doesn't know about. Oh, I get chills which, just thinking about that. Which the mom like figures out, and then like the dad, the mom's dad, the grandfather, is also like extremely traditional and over the top yeah. with his daughter. You know that whole thing. So she's just basically this like nexus of like everyone yeah. hates her basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, she can't do any anything right. For nothing. Anyone. Nothing can go right. Which leads into. Mm-hmm. The plot of this movie. <laughs> so they're going to the IRS office to go over paperwork with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> the craziest casting Crazy. ever. It, or she is she is nuts in this movie. How good? Like though? how good is she? She is amazing in it's this movie. So... The acting is so good. <laughs> okay. So good. But um at one point, the father in the story, her husband. Yeah. Um I'm going to – all the family relations I'm going to pinpoint around yeah, the yeah, mom, yeah. The, okay, yeah. the main character. So her husband, like, switches personalities, mm-hmm. um, and you find out that a him from an alternate reality, yep. like, jumps into his body and is, like, controlling him. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, from a reality where he's, like, kind of – Part of this organization. Part of, the, he's part of an organization who – that universe first figured out how to jump universes Mm -hmm. and like the the concept is that they can jump into themselves in a different universe yep and they instantly gain all of that person's memories and abilities yeah and they can also jump back yeah um so it's it's a little bit and it's almost like the idea too is like you can jump from person to per like you almost have to make a pathway yes so so if you want to like go find the reality where you learned kung fu for example you need to like jump to like the closest reality which is the reality where maybe just like one decision in your life is different yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's like everything is really close to being the same but like you made this one decision decisions here and there where like it just changed slightly you know um and and then it like slingshots you into a different reality where you learn a bunch of stuff and then come back or whatever so she like uh, at one point jumps learns kung fu and then Mm -hmm. comes back and now she's like able to fight people and stuff so the 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 core concept of this movie is wild and amazing and i love it yeah it's so cool um I quickly got overwhelmed with the silliness. Yes. It was too much for me. Yeah. And it's there were points where I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. Yeah. It yeah. was it was like it, Oh, absolutely. I was like so invested in these characters and like the action to some points yeah. and stuff like that. And then it would just be like the most ridiculous mm-hmm. thing would happen. And I'd be like, wait, what? I it was like it pulled, the hot? Was it the hot dog fingers or the butt so plug? Scene? Okay, so <laughs> those were the major two. Those Every were... time, okay, I gotta explain this now. So, the concept of how you jump from—they um, have like headgear that like yeah. jumps them between universes. But in order to jump to a universe, you need to do something that is so weird in your universe, but normal in that one to like jump you yeah. there. So, like at one point. There's a bunch of guys who are trying to like 
land their butt on a butt plug like mm-hmm. in or like an op- i think it was like an object too like they were just trying to put yeah it was like a trophy butt. that looked like a butt yeah, plug or yeah. whatever because that would be normal in a universe they were trying to like jump to yeah but weird here yeah. and there's just all sorts of stuff like that it's like and and they weird, don't wacky yeah, stuff going yeah, yeah. on and there's another universe where like Everyone in that universe has hot dogs for fingers yes. instead of normal fingers. That's so, every every scene from that universe is so unsettling. It was just so jarring. Like, yeah. I, oh yeah. I, <laughs> which I understand later is the point, but yeah. As I'm watching the movie, mm-hmm. I was just like so thrown by it. Yep. To be fair, very entertaining. I was like, you don't. I was lose interested interest. in everything. I. Yeah. But but it felt overwhelming yeah. at the same time. Um. So I I really I really liked the the like shots and cinematography of the movie like it's they did really beautiful things especially like jumping between the universes you know it would like yeah. flash the person's face in like different scenes and stuff like mm-hmm. that which side note I want to put a pin in that for a second their special effects team was five people that's wild that's like, absolutely insane the special effects in this movie are it's off incredible the rails. and it's it's crazy if you watch how they do it they do like very like cheap is the wrong word but like not budget friendly yeah yeah i guess yeah. I was like budget and time friendly mm-hmm. but like the special effects are insane it's crazy it's just like it's crazy this this movie is like a beautiful piece of art to look at yes for sure yeah. like every single shot is mm-hmm. giving you so much like color and fun and like wild things yeah. happening yep. it's great to look at the 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 silliness and some of the action just like tore me out of that sometimes and i didn't like that mm. um which do you have like an action scene for you yeah not pretty, not, not connect- pretty, pretty not- much almost every accent action scene like pulled pulled me a little bit out of it because i don't know i'm kind of a stickler for rules if that did makes you, sense did you grow up on kung fu movies at all was that something you ever no no. Okay. I did. Which is after which the first this is scene. Heavily, heavily influenced. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing for me was like the first scene. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel right at home. See, okay. Like, and See, I get, and I get someone who is not used to that style. Yeah. And used and like not to throw you under the bus, but like used to more Marvel action, mm-hmm. which is much more cut and dry. Yes. Yeah. This is so it's more stylized. So it is very much more stylized. It's definitely heavy kung fu. Kung fu influences going yeah. on here which i mean the action was still fun mm-hmm. like right it was 100%. it was still like a good time to be watching but like i get really pulled out of action sequences when it's like okay i can jump on board with she jumped to a different universe mm-hmm. learned kung fu in the matter of a second and jumped back yeah i'll believe you on that one i'll, I'll ride with you like there's yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. that's that in an inherently is totally wild but then when you jump back and you know Kung Fu and you can just extend your pinky and someone goes mm-hmm. flying mm-hmm. through a couple walls, I'm like, okay, that's not physically possible. Like now now you're just doing now you're just doing stuff that's just out outrageously silly and just def- just breaks the laws yeah. of physics altogether, which I know this movie is crazy and wacky and like nothing is everything's breaking the laws of physics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I like when there's like some grounding to it where I can get yeah. on board with that, you know. So Okay, I know you have more to say, and I want. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you get there, but I yeah. want to stop. I want to. I want to pull the car over. For yeah, a second. sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Because sure. you, um, I think this is a perfect film for you to start on the kind of films that I'm gonna be bringing to you down okay. the road. Okay. Okay. And 
I think it becomes this piece where films are not trying to connect us to reality by making mm-hmm. realistic creative decisions. It's how, like, what are we trying to communicate? Like this film uses, how do I explain this? Like this film uses every creative decision to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Kung Fu-ness, yes, it's also connecting to their heritage. It's connecting to this wild showmanship as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And, and I know like, especially with you watching the video, like understanding the randomness, yeah. but like when there's a film that's this well crafted, when they're making a decision to make you feel uncomfortable, like that's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, and it's I intentional. think that's something that like this film, it engages enough of that funness to it, mm-hmm. but then it also says like we're gonna make you feel uncomfortable and we're gonna push you into a place, and that's the point. Like, yeah, definitely. Like I don't think films should. If your film is supposed to be feel hyper realistic, because I think that is like what you specifically, as a like f- movie watcher, are drawn to is, I want to see a cool concept executed in reality. That's what I often feel is like I, your draw. To I films. it doesn't even I I I want to push back against that because because okay. it doesn't even need to be rooted in our reality or or reality in general i guess because like i will fully get on board with like a totally different universe with totally different rules and totally different everything you You just want to know the rules though but i need to know the rules and they set this up like it is our world yeah and our world's physics are happening so then that's okay so i love that here's what i would say then is to that your rules don't exist within the movie they exist without outside of the movie so when you're watching a film it's Mm -hmm. important to look out for those rules but the rules are red represents this this color represents this when they do a camera movement it represents this and so it's more that you're reading a book as opposed to like if something feels out of place and doesn't agree with the rules if it's a bad filmmaker it's because they got lazy and they sure. they like drop the ball. Yeah. But a good filmmaker it's is gonna there for a reason. it's it's you're supposed to notice like why do we keep why do we keep seeing blank? Mm-hmm. Or why was it so easy for her to do the pinky thing? Like to you sh- if you're having those questions in these kind of films where there's actual thought put into it. Yeah. That's where I go like the way you're thinking about it is awesome. And obviously you don't have to like this. This is not me trying sure, to convince yeah, you to yeah. like it. But I think with these kind of films, like. I mean, you're I just hate, expressing why you like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, but I think it's, but I think it's because there's like a paradigm shift that I want you to experience with film. That yeah. is the, the rules are not in the film. The rules are what the director is saying. Mm-hmm. And how do we read those? Because to this, like this out of all the films I want to suggest to you is more connected in the actual film. There's like another film I want to suggest to you okay. that is not that. Okay. You need to know the rules outside of the film to even understand anything that's going in. Okay. Like, you know, rubber. Sure, yeah. I mean, none of that. Wild. None of that makes any sense. Yeah. But if you understand the rules that the director is trying to communicate outside mm-hmm. of the film, all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's about consumerism and it's about the audience and it's sure. about spe- uh, spectacle. So I don't know. Like, not to go on a fair. whole tangent no, no, to try and convince you. Because yeah. you can you you can not like this film. That's fine. No. But no. I think and I think to your point too, it's like I wasn't laughing the whole time. There were like scenes I'm like, this is the raccoon scene. I'm like, the ra- this is every pushing. raccoon scene is so wild. I just pushing <laughs> it. 
It's just okay. Ready like I said, like I said, I enjoy like I was engaged and enjoying everything yeah. that was happening. Just some of it made me feel so uncomfortable. Yes, and I know yeah. it's on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they okay, they throw a raccoon scene in there where it's basically ratatouille, but it's a raccoon, raccoon. instead of a rat. So there's just this huge raccoon <laughs> on this dude's head. And then she jumps on his and, head and then and she's yes. helping him. Oh run. my gosh. Like But I think that's so yeah. buck wild is the only way yeah, I can describe 100%. it. So, I mean, there, we could be on this movie for so, yes. so long. But I kind of want to I kind of want to jump into one 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 last one okay, last thing before okay. you do. How dope is it, though, when the daughter shows up, like when she just starts like making things oh, and, like so cool. So it's cool. just like her or she has that like 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 that click yes, thing. Yes. Oh, I so chills so we we I want to get to that's what I kind of want to get to. So we find out that the our our villain of this story. Don't they have a name for her? I, yes. I can't remember. Uh, it's like Joka okay. Dotu or something like that. Yeah. It's it's like a two two word Worded name. name. Okay. Uh, it starts with a J. I can't remember it. Um, but you you find out that the main villain is someone who's from the the reality that discovered the universe jumping, yep. and basically when they first discover it, they pushed this person to like dive into as many universes as possible and like learn everything they could and they pushed her too far broke and she broke and basically became like disconnected from any one reality consciousness existed within all within all realities yes she was she basically became a hive mind that's my like best correlation to that she basically became a hive mind where like she could tap into any reality at will no tech needed like Mm -hmm. she was just like which shatters her powerful. humanity. Which shatters her humanity, and she basically just becomes this entity. Yeah. Um, and you find out that it's the daughter. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty. It happens pretty soon, like pretty it, quick yeah, in that's, the film. That's revealed pretty soon. Um, but oh, so you good. you find out that like actually the main character, the mom, she's the one who discovered this technology in that universe and mm-hmm. died, and then her daughter got pushed to like really mm-hmm. reinvent it and just dis- and like. Dive push into, into her mom's shoes yes uh yes yeah. which is a core theme in the movie um so you find out that she's the one that can just like jump to realities and basically she is like she is creating this this black hole that um which it, it's like it's, it's a, a donut j- it's a joke it's a bagel oh it's, sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. a joke that is also like this crucial important <laughs> thing to the movie and it's wild but she she basically took everything and shoved it into a singular spot which creates like a space time bagel. singularity which is an everything bagel and it, it looks like a bagel it's wild <laughs> um but she is basically a, a, all of the good guys Mm-hmm. Um, are under the impression that she is creating this thing to destroy all realities. Yep. When really, uh, she reveals that she created this thing to like end her existence because yeah. she was like sick of existing in yeah. all of these realities yeah. and wanted to build something that would destroy her. I'm just getting goosebumps. <laughs> it's it's good. It's so good. It's good. so good. And eventually, the mom who has now jumped a couple realities, mm-hmm. right? She is basically t- given at one point, given the ultimatum, like you need to kill your daughter in this reality so that the the bad daughter, the bad version, yeah, yeah. can't jump here anymore. Yeah, you know, and she doesn't do it obviously, yeah. um, and decides no, 
I want to understand my daughter, Ugh. so I'll break myself and basically pushes herself till she breaks and becomes a hive mind and, mm-hmm. and exists and in then all she's, But then she warps it in the other way of like turning that into a positive. Yes. So she then takes it, understands where her like uber powerful version of her daughter yeah. is coming from and like basically convinces her to bring back her humanity yeah. and like pulls her back from the brink. Yeah. Um, very powerful ending scene. They, I mean, they pretty much end up in a different reality. No, it's the same reality, but they're well, it's like, a reality where they oh. they just went home from the IRS office. Yes. And yeah, didn't. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what universe they landed in. But I whatever. love how if you took the first scene and the last scene, there's no remnants that anything weird happened. Yes, like the last yes. scene just yeah. ends kind of in a normal way, but it's yeah. so. So oh basically, basically, this whole movie culminates with the mom and the daughter essentially like rectifying the situation Mm -hmm. and saying like we could we are all powerful beings that could be anywhere we want to be Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna choose to be right here with you right now which is like like so powerful so good (laughs) it's It's so so good good. they they have this really and like these are the scenes that i loved you oh know, my god! These like grounded yeah. scenes where you're seeing these characters like just be so intimate with each yeah. other is just the randomness. I think is very much a sh- like the sugar to coat something yeah. that is really yeah. powerful. And which, meaningful. which to be fair, I think without the silliness, this movie would be so immensely dark and depressing. Yes. It would be crazy. 100%. Like this, it would be yeah. unwatchable. The stuff that the daughter talks about, if you take out of context and you cut all the silliness and you just put her in there, you're like, holy Like crap. this this movie without the silliness would send so many people into a downward spiral. Yeah. It would be nuts. Yeah. Um, so review of the movie, okay. <laughs> I I it it was not at all what I was expecting, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say this was like my favorite movie of the year blew me away by any yeah. means. But it was a good movie. Like yeah. I really enjoyed watching it. I highly recommend everyone see it. Like okay. it is wow. it is a must watch movie in my okay. opinion. Even if you hate every single second of it, it is a movie you should see. Yes, it is a movie you need to experience. <laughs> he has arrived, ladies <laughs> this, and gentlemen. This, okay, this is a movie you need to experience for sure. Definitely see it. Yeah. Um. It's also probably a movie that I think I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. One watch is a lot. One watch is a lot, man. <laughs> it's, it's a long lot. movie too. Yeah, it's it, like it asks a lot of you, but oh, if you're if you're willing to ride with it, yeah. It, yeah. Um, so if it's okay with you, I'd like to talk about my interpretation Please. of the movie without the YouTube video. Great. Please. Okay. So I finished this movie and I'm trying to digest it. Mm-hmm. And my conclusion of this movie. Um, was very different from the YouTube video. Oh, okay, cool. So what I, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's close, but like without the key aspect. So I I came out of this movie thinking, okay, you have this teenager mm-hmm. who's rebelling against their parents, obviously, but also feels like there is an infinite amount of possibilities for what their future can be yeah you know you you hit you hit this age where like suddenly you need to go to college or not go to college you need to go to like a trade school Mm. or you need to start in the Mm. workforce and it feels like there is an endless amount of roads in front of you and you don't know which way to go yeah it feels like this nexus point where whatever you decide at the age of 18 once you graduate high school is going to like launch you on your entire life Mm -hmm. and it feels crippling sometimes yeah 
And um, meanwhile, the mom is like regretting all Not. the decisions she's she made in her life. Yeah. Right. Well, that's good. So like the daughter is seeing like, oh, no, I don't want to end up there regretting mm. everything mm. I've ever done. So I like now there's even more pressure of I need to make this decision and make it quickly and make it right. Yeah. And that can be so overwhelming at that age. And I like very quickly saw the like bagel thing in her own self-destruction as like I'm going to commit suicide as a way out. Mm. Like I can't I can't handle this. Like I feel like I don't know suicide statistics, but I'm assuming that that age is a pretty high on yeah. the bell curve where it's just it feels like so much pressure is on you. Yeah. And that that was kind of what I thought it was saying there. Mm. Um, and eventually the mom comes to her and it's like, it's okay. So you don't, you don't need to know what you're doing. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't yeah. need to have all the answers. We can just be here. Yeah. Um, so powerful. Which Loved I think, it. I think all that's true. I yeah. think that's all yeah. like. Then the YouTube video throws this other aspect on top of that. Which, which I think once I watched it, is I was like, oh my gosh. Beautiful. It yes. Just, like, it's so good. It so accurate. So. The YouTube video. My understanding was the YouTube brought in this whole idea of generation and technology and the internet. Mm-hmm. And, the internet is and like the, this core and, and that was the thing for me. Like, I think I came to a similar conclusion that you did. Um, but then when he brought the internet aspect up, I was like, oh my gosh, that clicks. That makes sense. But this idea that this, this teenager has access to multiple realities all at once, which we do through TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, you know, social yeah, media. You're seeing so many other people's lives. It's like yeah. accessing these and entirely different you realities. can project yourself into those lives. Mm-hmm. And so there becomes this piece of like getting lost in this, not metaverse, but there's uh, these other realities that yeah. exist all along the world. And like, side note, like Jackie and I just finished watching this documentary called, I think it was like Xanax, take your pills or something on Netflix. Like, I don't necessarily suggest it's a it's a fine watch, but like they were talking about like you for the f- first time in our entire human history, like we know what's happening all around the world at, at, at all, all times, at all times, live and like everything even, everywhere and, all at once. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking too. I'm like, you know, when World War Two was happening, like that was I th- no when the Vietnam War happened. That was the first time that we got to see like video yes, of, of, a, war. of a war like happening, not just like and, aftermath. And that's why the whole country turned against the exactly. war. And then yeah. you, but then you have our version of Ukraine and Russia. This mm-hmm. is the first time that we're getting live stream yeah. like social media posts of what's happening in that second. Yeah. Like you can literally watch live the war happening. And so you have yeah. you have this mom who is being pulled by her older generation that she needs to live a certain way and she's trying to figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. And then you have her daughter, which has that same pull, but then is also equally being pulled a completely opposite direction of these multiple realities. Mm-hmm. And the mom is stepping into that technology and actually guiding her daughter as opposed to Funny what I think it. most of us, especially in our, like especially our age, ex- that experience of saying our parents didn't really understand the depth of the internet. Yeah. And so we had to kind of figure it out and, Look how that's going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I it, the the YouTube video is basically it's it's basically the whole movie is the internet and like the silliness and wackiness is the internet. Yeah, like, the internet is so extreme and over the top. Like, um, even the rant, even the idea, like when you were just saying that, like 
you need to do something really random. Mm-hmm. There's almost this feeling of like getting being so random and out there to be noticed. Exactly. I feel like that's what that's what YouTube culture is. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go up on this crane and drop a car onto a balloon and we're gonna film it in <laughs> slow-mo and see if it explodes. It's like, yes, what? Like, exactly. okay, I guess we're doing this. Like that's that's and what millions the internet of people is. Will watch. Yeah, and mil- and that's how you get famous. And then those people the watching are millions of other universes. Yes, yes. And so it's just ah it, it's just it's just like wild. Like like I think I said that um, it's like even from a baking show, like where yeah. we're gonna cook this recipe, like even something like that needs to be like wild and insane. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. All all the way, like we're gonna bake. I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's like the <laughs> we're, we're gonna bake yeah. cardboard into this cake and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like yeah. we're gonna make that, a life size car. Yeah, even that needs to be so over the top and wild and yeah. everything yeah. that like. That's like the analogy of the silliness in the movie. And then even with the side of like, it's random, but then in the reality, there's these things that are happening in this universe that are super normal, but mm-hmm. seem super bizarre to us. To other people, the hot yeah. dog fingers, the mm-hmm. raccoon, you're like, what the hell am I watching? And then yeah. it's like, if once you apply that internet I- ideology to the whole film, the whole thing just sinks. It, yeah, it just makes just, sense. Yeah. And it just is like, oh. Everything changes. This, yeah. yeah, this yeah. this film just perfectly executes what it's trying to execute. Yeah, and I think I think it's a really good. I I I feel like this is a topic that's been hanging in the air, and no one's no one's been like approaching in a meaningful way. Of like, I feel like our generation, and ex- I mean especially the generation like right after us, like mm-hmm. Gen Z. I don't even ask Gen me. Z. Okay, we're we're like millennials, so I I think Gen Z is right after yeah. us. Um, we're like kind of one foot in each. Yeah. We're like right in between those two, but like we, we have this access to the internet that is like wildly untamed Mm -hmm. and who we have no guidance for either. Like we have no one telling us how to navigate these wild, insane things that are the internet. Um, and I'll say, I might say maybe the most cancelable thing ever for just a okay. second. I know. <laughs> but like there is such a crisis right now with people and their identity, who they are mm-hmm. and trying to figure that out. Yeah. And I, th- and I like, I'm not gonna make any political like stances on anything, but I mean, just look around. People are trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. That is, that In, is the number one focus. Regardless of your ideology on any subject. No, exactly. Everyone is trying exactly. to figure that out. And yeah. I think that the internet has intensified not even just the need, but the options. Yeah. Because now there is endless categories mm-hmm. and there's endless realities of mm-hmm. what you can decide. Of what you can be. What you can be. And again, I'm not trying to make like a political statement, but I'm just saying like, I think there is, this film dives into that in a way that doesn't. Yeah. And it's it inherently doesn't divide, overwhelming. It doesn't divide anyone, but it's saying, yeah. hey, when you're being told by a thousand, a hundred thousand people every day, what they are and what you should be, what's right and what's wrong, and trying to figure out where, how do I live in this? What's yeah. that space like? That's incredibly overwhelming. I I can't remember where I heard this, but someone said, um, it, like, there was like a study done where, due to like the news and the internet, um, people of our generation are constantly in a state of fight or flight yeah. because we're hearing devastating news yeah. 
all the time that our brains are not capable of no. handling. Like it's it's too much information yeah. and it overloads our brains constantly yeah. and it's super unhealthy and that's probably like a root cause of like the stress and anxiety mm-hmm. that lives in our generation is because we are receiving too much information all at once. 100%. Yeah. And I think then like you said, there are scenes in this that are incredibly overwhelming. Not yeah. not disturbing. No. Just like no. Just, just like this just is a, overwhelming. This is a lot of sensory overload for yeah. me. And Which for is me, accurate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that's once you apply this thing, it's like, oh, that makes sense of why they're trying to make me feel this. And it's fun yeah. it is funny, but it is a lot. Yeah. It's a good movie. Just go watch it. <laughs> so okay. Just go watch the movie. I, I also liked obviously uh YouTube link will be in the yep. description. Yeah, yeah. But Thomas I, Flight. I, I really enjoyed that video. It's really short, 15 minutes. You Go should, watch that too. I, and I would also say, like, if you are someone who is interested in getting into this kind of medium, mm-hmm. and I just mean like watching things that are not necessarily inherently enjoyable, but are like demand your attention and to be experienced. Yeah, they're trying to say something exactly. rather than just being an entertaining movie. To yeah, watch. which there's room for both. But like, if that's a, ty- you know, medium that interested thomas flight's really great nerd writer is another one um there's a, I'll, I'll include three youtubers who i think just do an incredible job of analyzing art especially like pop art or media like but okay so i'm, I'm not gonna ask you know a review a rating or sure, whatever sure. maybe one day we'll land something we still <laughs> but like would you be interested in going deeper into this pathway of movies yes yeah yeah, okay. yeah definitely okay definitely. yeah okay I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. We're gonna. So that that was your review. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna jump into another recommendation. Um, I'm very surprised that you enjoyed it as much as you did. Oh, really? Okay. I like. I was like, he's either, it's either I mean, gonna there's a lot of stuff in there that I really enjoyed. I I I can't. I don't know why. I can't really imagine someone absolutely hating everything about it, and I can't really imagine someone absolutely loving every second of it. I yeah. feel like it's just so all over the place that yeah. inherently there has to be scenes you love and scenes that are like, whoa. I what? think I think it, it just comes down to people starting to watch movies as an experience as opposed to let me just not think about the things that are freaking yeah. out. Which yeah. sometimes it's great to put on Star yeah, Wars think, and not think about yeah, anything. Yeah, both have their merits. Yeah, definitely. All right. I'm going to do a little ad real quick. Okay. <laughs> and I, you know, I know you just told me it three times, but I'm going to ask again in a second. Okay. But, okay. Um, I'm going to say this is our first, this will probably be our first real ad for a okay. second. I do want to just talk about this for a second. Okay. Um, so my friend Glenn, who I think you've heard of, if you've listened to this podcast, you've Hi. been listening to him for about 30, 40 minutes. Um, in my hand, if you're not watching the video, go watch the video to see what I'm talking about. Um, Glenn does a bunch of different things, uh, including woodworking, but 3d printing is the thing I want to talk about right now. Okay. Um, so he has an Etsy shop called... 3D Printed Gaming 21. So I'm going to put the link down there. Um, if you listen to the Magic the Gathering episode, um, Glenn is doing this really cool thing where when he gets into a hobby, he'll <laughs> immediately start to think of 3D printed things that he can make for it. Yeah. And I'm just going to say this. This is one of the coolest commander deck boxes I've oh, seen. thanks, man. I've, I've, I've watched a lot. And here's, here's what I think is cool about it. It's not leather. It doesn't have like the kind of the nuance like the sure, thing that people are looking for fancy, yeah. but if you're looking for like a really simple durable case yeah like so this is magnets and you can get different colors so i have a red blue deck that i'm running and they just click together perfectly and they're amazing but here's the thing that i really like about it 
you can put your commander card on the outside and then it displays it and it won't fall out and i think like literally i think that's the coolest thing ever i got in a hex hex pattern and you know this was just a ryan thing but maybe yeah. hex pattern might I, be out i i liked how it turned i like how it turned out a lot so um, I, might, I might put the hex pattern up in the shop but i definitely want to say just like shout out to glenn and what he's doing uh i know he has some D stuff um yep. some, settlers some random yep, some board game stuff in there um, yeah but yeah definitely check it out and if you're because I, I feel like commander decks are just the most like annoying to store they're huge yeah they're, you know it's 100 cards and this fits yeah. 100 cards sleeved yep so like so there's an unsleeved and a sleeved version two different heights you can get. so yeah. you're it's perfect so if that seems like something you would want check it out okay man time for uh for you to recommend me something yeah 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 so um i'm gonna i'm gonna hit you hit you with something more fun uh this has been okay. Uh, my one of my latest obsessions. Okay, it's a book. Okay. Okay, we're doing a book, which I want to preface. It's it's a can, novel. Can I listen to it? Yes, it's the audiobook is amazing. Okay. So I listened to the audiobook mm-hmm. while I read the book, and I loved that for reasons I'll get into. Um, this this book I um I think I've mentioned this a couple times mm-hmm. on the podcast yes, already, yeah, yeah. but we're finally getting to it. So. I am not, or I would not describe myself as a reader. Okay. Um, I don't read very much, uh, especially since I have dyslexia. So I read very, sl- I, I read slower than my brain is processing. So my yeah. brain is trying to move faster than I'm able to read. So reading is very boring yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for me to like keep up with. Um, but audiobooks really fix that. Like yeah. it, it, the audiobook keeps up with how fast my mind is moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I haven't really read a novel since like high school, maybe like okay. when it was a required reading. Yeah. Um, but I saw a TikTok, and I'm sorry, I'm not remembering the name of the TikTok account, but they review books, and this one guy said, "Oh, this book, I read it, and then I started reading five books a month, like launched me, wow. and was just reading all the time." Okay. So I was like, "Well, if I'm gonna if I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it, I'm doing this book." So I bought the book, I bought the audio book, and I went through this book as fast as I could. Absolutely loved it. I'm going to read the whole series. I can't wait. I'm so wow. pumped about this book series. Okay. So um, I also had never heard of this book, and apparently it's been out for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an older book. Uh, the fifth book in the series is coming out soon, I think. Okay. Um, but once I started reading it, suddenly it's all over all my social media all I'm getting is videos and yeah, yeah, interviews about, about this, this book. book in the series and the author and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, this book is a fantasy okay. um, novel, fiction, um, that takes place in a totally different world. Um, and it's called The Way of Kings. Mm. Have you heard of this book? I don't think so. It's by Brandon Sanderson. Never heard this? No. Okay. So he, this is the first book in what is called the Stormlight Archives, okay, um, which is the series. He also has a really uh, another, probably equal or more famous uh, series called Mistborn, um, is another series of his books. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I had never heard yeah. of any of these books. I'm not in the reading community, that kind of thing. But then once I read this book, like it's suddenly all it's all anyone's ever yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. The algorithm, the algorithm, um, got, the algorithm got me. 
Um, so yeah, so I I read the book and listened to the audiobook. The audiobook is actually done by a couple, a man and a woman, um, who like switch off chapters reading, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. It's so good. The audiobook is about fifty hours long. Is it? <laughs> this is an extremely long book. I believe it's over twelve hundred pages. So. We're going to see how much you can get through in the next two weeks, but I think this will be a recurring, we'll have to bring it up down the line when you eventually (laughs) finish this book. I'm sorry, I'm throwing something so huge at you, You, but I need you to read this book. You sentenced me. You gave me a sentence. (laughs) You said, and you shall spend (laughs) 30 lifetimes reading this book. Okay. Um, this is the uh, paperback version. I also have the hardcover. Um, obviously, I've torn into this. The spine's all messed up. But, um, yeah, it's like 1225 about pages. So it's a very long book. So I, I do and not expect audio, you. The audio book is 50 hours. The audio book is about 50 hours, yes. Okay, so we got. <laughs> Run the math. Let me, let me like I said, I, do not, I, I totally do not expect you to get. <laughs> even halfway through this book in the next two weeks it took me like t- if i listen to it f- five hours of this book <laughs> for the next work two work weeks even though it's christmas <laughs> i'll make it you'll make it yeah that's the other thing it's like we're coming up on the holidays we'll we'll see how far you get through. yeah really the the key of this book though is um there is a prologue to the series okay if that makes sense. Yep. Like it sets up a first prologue that sets up the prologue to the series. I read this prologue and I was like, I'm going to hate this book. Okay. It was, it was so yeah, overwhelming. Yeah. So much was going on. So many things were being said that I didn't understand mm-hmm. or have any context for. I was like, well, that was weird. I guess I'll keep going. And then I read the prologue for this book, the Got first it. book. And I was like, I'm going to love every second of this. Okay. So I would, I would almost say like, maybe just skip the first, take the look at the book. I would I would almost say just skip the first prologue and go to the second prologue because that's what really hooked me. I long for the days before the last <laughs> desolation, before the heralds abandoned us and the knights radiant turned against us when there was still magic in Roshar and honor in the hearts of men. There's more. Do you want me to keep going? In the end, not war, but victory proved the greatest test. Did our foes see the See, the harder they fought, the fiercer our resistance. Fire and hammer forged a sword. Time, neglect, rust it away. So we won the world, yet lost it. Now there are four whom we watch, the surgeon, forced to forsake healing and fight in the most brutal war of our time. The assassin, who weeps as he kills. The liar, who wears her her scholar's mantle over a thief's heart. And the prince, whose eyes open to the ancient past as his thirst for battle wanes. One of them may redeem us. One of them will destroy us. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's very, like, very intense fantasy. Okay. Um, high fantasy, dark fantasy. What does like, that mean? What does high fantasy high mean? High fantasy is kind of more, not quite Lord of the Rings, but more like Arthur, kind of like, wizards dragons it's kind of like there's the good and the bad it's it's got it's got that vibe a little bit but it's almost got a little more of like 
little a little taste of like D and D in there, maybe a little bit. Um, Game of Thrones is probably a good reference okay. where like you got like some politics between cool. a bunch of people going on. Okay. Um, but I, what I think is really really cool about this book is it sets up its own like magic system, like it has its own magic rules, mm-hmm. and it's very good. I feel like. The person who I think adores magic systems more than anyone I know mm-hmm. is Mike, mm, really? um, our okay. friend who plays. Yeah. He'll have to read this. Plays then. D&D with us. Yeah. Um. He's literally he's always about how does magic work in a world like that's oh, his number one. He'd be one all focus. over this. Then I need. I'll throw this in okay. too. Then. Okay. Cool. Um. But yeah, the 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 this prologue to the book, the second prologue, um, describes an assassination of a king. Mm-hmm. Um. And just the description of the whole scene is just so vivid. You're there, you're sucked in, and he just throws you into the magic system. Mm. So, like, magical things are happening, but you understand everything that's happening right off the bat. Okay. Even though you don't understand why they're happening. So, everything everywhere all at once is doing the exact opposite of what this is doing. <laughs> I, I, Which is like, I guess, gra- yeah. I'm just, and this is the sense that, like, all the rules are grounded within the book a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. like like everything is going to make sense they operate in a way that like isn't like well that doesn't make any sense you know like like he's he's good at like setting up this system so you understand it even though like like you you may not understand some of the terminology or the reasons why things are happening Mm -hmm. but like it's you still understand what is happening if that makes sense and like what this magic is doing yeah so that that prologue like hooked me. Yeah. Um, so then you you read the back of the book where it described uh, I think four people. Mm-hmm. So the book jumps around between s- between these That's characters cool. in different chapters. So like one chapter will follow this person, and mm-hmm. the next chapter will be a different, like and it kind of jumps around. So you're getting like almost like different books. And there's six of these. Uh, I think the fifth one is coming out soon. Fifth one's coming out. Yeah. Okay, so there's four out, including this one. Correct. One yes, coming. and I've just read this one. I'm very excited to dive okay. into the next one. Um, I just got the audiobook for the next one. Like it said, you have um, a surgeon who revokes his gift to heal. Mm-hmm. You have an assassin, which is the prologue. Who's um, a little crybaby. Yes. Uh, you have a prince, and you have a scholar. Okay. Um, and these are kind of the four main characters um, that it jumps around to, but mm-hmm. they all have like very different like story arcs and like vibes even of each thing that's going on. Like one one storyline is very like action war heavy, and you're oh, getting like these battle scenes and stuff like that. And then the scholar, the like scholar version of the story where yeah. you're following her, is very much like like a drama mm, with like some mm-hmm. politics going on and like she's meeting new people and stuff like, and there's like very little action going on. Okay. But like each storyline in itself is like so interesting and intriguing. And like, he's so Brandon Satterson is so good at giving you little bits of information here and there, which this is like, my, I think I've already talked about this on the podcast, but my number one pet peeve with any sort of story book movie tv show no matter what it is is i need answers to come at the same rate questions are coming yeah yeah yeah. if if you usually you start off a story and you're going to give me let's say just to throw numbers at it 10 questions like major questions that i'm looking for answers for 
And then you need to be like, answer question, answer question. So there's always like 10 there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you you're getting filled, but you're always a little hungry. Yes. You can't just throw 10 questions at me and then just 10 more and 10 more. And suddenly yeah. I have a hundred questions and no answers. I'm done with you. I don't, I, yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, yeah. like, I'm not getting anything. And you're just like pulling me along through this thing. Yeah. That's just so confusing. He is so good at like, feeding you this information mm -hmm. that is just so intriguing and like in ways where you start to piece things together by yourself mm. which is so good like so he's not he's not yeah. just handing it to you he'll just like throw one line in there and you'll be like wait what yeah, yeah, yeah. like that one line means so much but it was just casually in the middle of a paragraph yeah, yeah. that kind of thing mm. and it's so good i'm completely hooked on this book series yep. and i can't i I have reached the point where I just need people <laughs> to that read I can, so they can talk about, so it. I can I talk that, about yeah. it with them. You know, it's driving me nuts. So I literally bought a copy, gave it to my mom. I bought a copy, gave oh, it to two of my cousins. Yep. I like, I'm just handing out copies of this book because I just need people to read it because <sighs> it's good. so good. That's I so fell good. in love with it right off the bat and I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. So here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. That all said, I'm very, I, I'm intrigued to read it. Mm -hmm. I have tried to listen to Game of Thrones okay. and listen to Lord of the Rings, okay. which you know I'm a huge fan, and I could not do it. You couldn't do it. There's okay. a, there's a, um, I'm, I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to like it, mm -hmm. but there's a piece of me that, like, I haven't read anything fictional in, like, a decade. Yeah. And I'm, like, what? I'm excited but I'm also just like, there's this, I'm noticing there's this piece of me going like, okay, I'm going to have to like, like, it's going to be enjoyable, mm -hmm. but I'm going to listen to a thing that is not, not real. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, here we go. I don't know. There's just like a very, I'm noticing a very like. A hesitance there? <sighs> not what, what, what is it that like turned you off of listening to like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? I think. Okay, so maybe this is because it's hard because I like I like fictional things, but I mm -hmm. think especially getting more into my field and spending more time in it, and then also like I don't know, I think I'm I I think it's harder and harder for me to watch things that don't that didn't happen, like which you know I just suggested a movie that that is like that fictional. is the most insane thing yeah, I've ever exactly. watched. Yeah, I don't know, I I. Hesitancy isn't the right word. There's just a piece of me that's like, okay, I'm gonna have to engage with the side of me, and I think it's like to consistently listen to that. But then, like at the same time, I loved Adventure Zone. Okay. Until they, till it felt like they had plot armor. Sure. Then I didn't yeah, like yeah, it yeah. anymore. I'm like yeah. you're not playing D and D anymore. Yeah. You're just all talking a story. A little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 excited. I very I am excited. I'm I, hopeful. I I'm, will say that the the chapters are max an hour. Okay. The the chapters range from like fifteen minutes to an hour. Okay. They they get all over the place. And they feel since they jump characters every chapter, it feels like you can really disconnect at any time. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. I, I felt like I could easily jump in for an hour and be like, Wow, that was really satisfying and I can put it down and come back to it when I need yeah, to. Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like it was demanding you to keep going all at once, even though I wanted to. I How? wanted to keep going. Okay, so here's the real question. Yeah. How much do you feel like I need to listen to? Before I can come in and have enough to talk about. That is a very good question. Um, 
that's it's so hard to say. Like I said, I was hooked just off the prologue. Mm-hmm. So like even just hearing what you think of the, the prologue, prologue is interesting to me because like I thought yeah. it was so good for a prologue. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I I also I can't say like two hours because I don't know where that is in the story. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But like, um, I think I think the like the big big hooking stuff really gets going like a quarter of the way through okay which i think is is still even a lot to ask in two weeks though like yeah like i mean you're talking like 15 hours that's yeah, still yeah. a lot um but i mean i would say like is if it you, on audible by the way like which, yes it's, okay, it's cool. on audible yeah um i picked it up on audible okay yeah um i mean i would i would say if you can at least get through maybe a couple chapters in each character's Mm-hmm. like story arc so maybe i guess that would be at least like eight 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 to twelve chapters somewhere in there okay would be great obviously it's yeah, yeah. it's time consuming i understand you're not gonna get fr- and i'm perfectly fine with like even if you just read the prologue and we talked about that like I, I, i'd be perfectly <laughs> fine with that okay and then like later down the road if you if you keep getting through it then we can yeah. bring it back Rec-checks. and talk about it yeah yeah and uh and check in on it but yeah, dude. I'm this, so I mean, pumped this is, about this This plug. is what I love about this podcast is, like, it's stretching us. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have noticed with – what was the – you recommended Cowboy Bebop before, yeah. then yeah. this. I've, like – not so, not so much with Cowboy Bebop, but, like, I think there's a uh, hesitancy showing up in me, t- which just shows that I'm, like, no, like, I need to yeah. – you know, I need to get pushed. I need you to get push yourself. I need to stretch. And yeah. just, like, I'm going to be asking you to watch things that are – outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. so, you know yeah so yeah i think i think there's a huge following behind this book that i wasn't even like really mm. aware of until this point um and i know that um like people people might be watching this and being like oh my god yeah of yeah. course i love this book or they might be like oh i've never heard of it and welcome <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying this. either people have heard of it or haven't heard of it yes that's exactly <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> but I, I feel like everyone who's heard of it and read it it's not even it's it's everyone who's heard of it has has read read it it. you know like i've never heard of someone saying like oh i think i've heard that mentioned before it's like you either have these deep fans or someone who's never heard of it before yeah exactly um but like like i said this this book has been this series has been going for like over a decade i think Mm -hmm. um and there's like the i've seen interviews with this author brandon sanderson where like someone will ask him like oh do you ever think like this book has this huge following. Do you ever think it could become a movie? Cause mm-hmm. like he's really descriptive with the scenery he's doing. And like, there's like maps and stuff thrown cool. throughout the book, which is really cool. Cause like you get a visual yeah. idea of what he's describing. Um, but he's really good at setting up scenes. And uh, he got asked like, Oh, do you ever think this would be a movie? Like, do you mm-hmm. think like a studio would pick it up or something like that? And he is like, Oh yeah, that I've been approached mm. before. He's, he's like that, that wouldn't be a problem. And they're like, Oh, like, do you think you would have the budget to do everything you wanted to? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've been offered some money. Budget yeah. would not be a problem either. Like, there's so many people who, like, want this want to be this, a thing, yeah. you know? Um, but because of, like, the scenery he sets up, he's, like, not sure that it would translate to a movie properly. Yeah. And he's so like, so I, I don't want to do it if it's not going to translate properly yeah. kind of Absolutely. thing, which I respect a lot. Um, but his other series, Mistborn, 
um, I think that's in like closer talks to become a movie series mm. pretty soon. So I kind of want to also hop on, on that, that series now. before yep. it comes out because I don't want I I'd rather read the book first. Yeah. Which yeah wild that i would ever say that like if you know me at all i, know. I would never I say i, I want to read the book first <laughs> like yeah. i'm not a book person but yeah i love this book i really want as many people to read it as possible and hear what to people think and just to talk about it because there's so much cool stuff in there i'm excited so i'm excited to read it and i'm yeah. excited to dive in yeah I, I hope I hope even if it doesn't hook you right away you're you're willing to <laughs> dive in a little bit it's super long but it's so good yeah. okay if maybe if maybe fantasy is hard to follow for you, I wouldn't say it is. Okay, okay, but I mean, any anyone listening, oh, if you, if you get yeah. overwhelmed by like the names of places mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that just feels like, oh, I don't, I don't know who that is or what that is. Yeah. I don't remember this dude's name. Or, I would say that I would highly recommend reading it while you're listening to it, because I started reading it, and the like names of places felt a little overwhelming Mm. and then i started listening to it and i was like oh i'm hearing these names pronounced now i can like recognize it it. but doing both like really locked everything in place because now i'm seeing the word and hearing the word so now i like feel like oh i know all these names and places Mm. and stuff like that it was way easier to digest when you're doing both at once okay i don't know if that's a universal experience but no i I, think i I think it is i found that really nice to do so i'd recommend that sweet can't yeah, wait. I got, I got no words. Sweet. <laughs> Anything we want to say before we uh, log off of episode 10? Um, ooh, I don't know. Um, I feel like we should have done something special for episode 10. I don't know why. Oh, 10's not that special. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's double digits. Double I guess. digits. Well, it's going to be 90 more episodes until we go to triple. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's an insane um, I guess just like thank you for everyone yeah. who is listening. Um, we, I mean, obviously we're on, we're on Spotify right now. And yeah. We've been posting more on YouTube, and I've, I've mm-hmm. seen some people watching on YouTube as well because that's more accessible for people. Obviously, we got video now. Something um, that just popped up in my mind that I have not talked to Glenn at, at all, but I think he's, he'd be oh, down. Okay. Would be. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to like set up some sort of Discord server down the line. That would if, be cool. If people are like interested in that, where there would just be an easier way to communicate to each other. Yeah, um, and like talk about the thing as yeah. people are watching and stuff like yeah that might be like a nice like centered community yes versus just like random comments on videos on different platforms that would be cool and i think that's something like if you're listening to this episode and you got to this part first off thank you yeah (laughs) because like we know our audience is small and like for me yes the growth would be great but again i think the thing that glenn and i are both the most excited about the growth is being able to have like a community to talk to yeah and hear what you guys like what you didn't like and i've, and I've kind of fun stuff with that. um i've already had like a ton of like friends and family obviously mm-hmm. that have like reached out and being like oh i loved this one thing you recommended or like i love this one section you talked about or like someone like came to me and started arguing about our fast food draft <laughs> <laughs> what they thought like, they thought like that someone you- someone was like well, you can't just say that it's places that all have drive throughs because what about malls? There's McDonald's in a mall. They don't have a drive through Is McDonald's not fast food anymore? Te- like, technically, I don't think it's a real McDonald's. I think it's like a... Oh, it's like, not a real McDonald's now. Well, because there's a whole thing with like, you know, Starbucks at malls aren't real Starbucks. Like, you can't use Starbucks gift cards there. Oh. It's a coffee shop that is licensed Licensed Starbucks, Starbucks products? Okay. So maybe I'm in the clear. But yeah. yeah I've, I've had people was, reach out and start arguing about stuff like that. And I love it so much. Yeah. You know, I loved the guy... Um, Man, I wish I remembered his name. Uh, that commented on one of our YouTube shorts about yeah. Star Wars Visions, and it was like 
you setting it up and he was like yeah it wasn't that good and then i just commented i was like just wait just till the, next, the next, next episode, episode. yeah <laughs> yeah i i mean i'm just loving that like people are enjoying the things we're sharing and we get to yes. like you know bring some new stuff into people's lives it's it's very fun and hearing that feedback so once again recommendations required at gmail.com if you want to like send in recommendations that'd be great yeah and or just like send us like messages through carrier pigeons that yeah. works too that Smoke works too. signals yep yep we'll get them um, te- telepathy yeah all that works for us i so. don't need a bunch of voices in my head all right i'm ryan signing uh, off i'm glenn signing off all right we'll see you in two weeks bye